the barefoot hunter because statistics are the best. The barefoot hunter because you don't need footwear to bet. You better believe it. Welcome back to the Barefoot Puncher. I'm your host as always, the mug, your co-host, the logical one. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you some betting advice on the 2019 AFL season. And it's normally at this point I say a big welcome and introduction to the program, to the logical one, but um, he's not here. And... uh, I would love to say it's a big welcome and introduction to my good friend KB, but unfortunately he couldn't make it either. I think the lemon and ginger tea that we had on offer wasn't quite enough to get him across the line, so unfortunately the great man isn't here either. But um, but we're going to crack on with the show anyway and, uh, and talk you through uh, the round 17 and just recap that one. And then of course uh, get on to some of the mugs betting leans uh, for round 18. So what a round it was. Round 17 uh, saw some excellent football over the weekend. We had um, some four really strong upset wins over the weekend in the Pies, uh, the Blues, Essendon, and Brisbane, all uh, recording some fantastic wins. Um, The Port and uh, the the Pies and the West Coast game was as as good as you see a contest. I thought that was fantastic to watch. And then uh, one of the games of the year, I thought, the Essendon North game. Uh, myself and the obnoxious one uh, popped a, uh, along to that one, and uh, and we had a great day watching North almost get it done. Um, so a great weekend of uh, a great weekend of footy. Um, we might uh, get in and have a look at some bad beats. Bad beats. What did we see? I normally turn to the great man Logical. I feel a bit like a a plate of peas without his carrots next to him today. But uh, the bad beats. Essendon, um, gee, North Melbourne are up there by a couple of points. They they fought back really hard. I, I thought North Melbourne were out of it there uh, as we were turning for three quarters. Um, Essendon had really dominated that game uh, for the first or for two and a half quarters after about halfway through the first uh, first quarter, and uh, and then North started getting some ascendancy in that last quarter. Benny pops up, kicks a few. But all of a sudden, there's not long to go. It heads down the other end. Orazio puts one in quick. The ball gets deep into the pocket. And uh, and there he is. McDonald, Tip and Woody uh, breaks the punter's heart. So if you're on the head-to-head there with North Melbourne, uh, we definitely fear for you. Uh, feel for you, I should say. Uh, the mug got away with that one on a five-and-a-half-point line, but uh, but do feel for those punters that were head-to-head. Um, and then the other one that comes to mind uh, is the Doggies game on the Sunday. So, you know, I tipped, and I'll talk about betting uh, review in a moment. Uh, I was tipping up the 12-and-a-half uh, for the Doggies uh, on the Sunday. Um, but that market kept moving and moving and moving and moving to the point where you could just have a just have a, a good old whack at the head to head and uh, and that's what I did. So uh, apologies to those guys that jumped in on the twelve and a half. I would have still been happy to take twelve and a half at the jump myself, but um, but that just kept moving, so I didn't have any choice but to take the best price. But if you were on anything above uh, that eight points, and I think AFL model got stung there at the eight and a half point line, and uh, I'm sure there was probably a few other punters got stung there as well. Shaki's lining up after the side. I actually said to um, the lovely, oh, he's a good kick, this guy. He probably kicked this one, but um, 
He's obviously a bit tired. The dogs have won the game. He just leans back on it slightly, pushes it to the right, and uh, and that is a bad beat if uh, you needed something a little bit bigger than that one. So we'll jump in and have a, a quick chat about betting review and how we actually went on. So logical, and didn't he start the, the round on fire with a great tip up on the pies? Uh, he was all over that one, wasn't having a bar of the West Coast minus. He liked it at the 18. I think it got out to 26 or 27, which was unbelievable. I know if he was around, he would have doubled down on that particular market because I know as far as he thought that was... Uh, that was a, a bettable line at the 18, so a, a ridiculous line at the 26, 27, or whatever it got to at the end there. So a great tip up for the logical one. Um, the Blues, uh, it's very similar to the Collingwood game. Uh, logical liked it at 22. Uh, Cripps and McKay both make the grade, and the line goes further out, gets out to 26 or so. So logical, a great tip up there, again, for the listeners. Um, and then, of course, north. If you were lucky to get on that five and a half or six and a half line, um, then that was a winner for you as well. So logical, he'll be feeling pretty good about himself over there in the Maldives. He may have even paid for his trip, uh, for all we know. Uh, myself, the mug, how did I go? Well, I like the West Coast at that 15 and a half, but uh, as I put out on Twitter, and uh, and if you do listen to the podcast and you, and you have uh, you have the opportunity, get on Twitter because some sometimes things change. I originally liked the 15 and a half, but when that market got out to, to 26, had to go back the other way and uh, and get myself that 11 point gap. Unfortunately, the gap didn't come up, but um, but at least that's a just a small loss on the play. Um, so jumped in on that one. Um, the Hawks ended up backing the Hawks, so put that out on uh, Twitter to the listeners as well. So jumped on that one. Uh, ended up backing the Crows. Uh, I just thought about that more and more. Uh, over the course of the weekend and uh, just that the performance against Richmond the week prior and the Crows wanting to really bounce back. So I just, I I thought that market was actually going to go out a bit further, but still able to pick it up at a pretty decent, uh, a pretty decent price on Betfair at about 31 and a half points, I think at $1.80 at the jump. So took a bit of that. Um, immediately had some bet regret that I didn't take more, but uh, <laughs> but uh, that's the way it goes. Got the Tigers on the Sunday, albeit I thought I was a little bit lucky uh, just with the Canelio injury early, but uh, but you'll take your luck. And of course, uh, on the Sunday was able to get the dogs as well. And uh, and I put out on Twitter too that uh, I backed the Blues. So. That was an absolute fill for the boys. That was uh, probably our best weekend for the year. It's the weekend of uh, betting that we've been uh, waiting for, but um, but we were more than happy to take it. So what? Uh, so a good weekend. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do some games. The round opener, and it's the Adelaide Crows hosting the Essendon Bombers Friday night at seven fifty at the Great Stadium at the Adelaide Oval. The Crows are $1.44 and Essendon $2.80, making them a 15.5 point favourite, the Crows. So the Crows have a big fill-up against the Gold Coast. Um, I I actually haven't seen a lot of that game, just highlights, but from what I have seen, it looked very much like a training run. So a pretty bruise-free encounter for the Crows there. So perhaps the tune-up that they need coming into the back end of the season, a bit of a week off, if you will, and and the uh, chance to get a bit of confidence up. 
and Essendon. Um, a great victory, uh, a confidence-building victory for those guys over North Melbourne. Uh, that's I've been a bit of an Essendon detractor, and um, but that, that was a great win for them. You can't take that away. Essendon have got a few issues around Hurley. Hurley won't uh, play this weekend. He'll be lucky to get back for the rest of the season. And does Heppel come in? Um, you know, she had a bit of footage on Twitter uh, earlier today that showed him uh, jogging around. He looked okay, but um, but apparently he's still, uh, still a, uh, a bit rough to play. So we'll see what happens there. Potentially Ambrose comes back in for Hurley. Um, so a good replacement, but it's not like for like. Uh, and for Adelaide, they most likely go unchanged with Yolman and Lynch uh, still a couple of weeks away from what we can see. Uh, in terms of... Um, Measuring this one up and, and thinking where it's going to go, um, I, I make it pretty much what the line is at the moment. There was a little bit of minus 12 uh, around earlier in the week. I, I took just one unit on that minus 12, and I know Logical hates me uh, tipping up the uh, the retro betting. Um, but I think at that minus 15, um, it's probably just a little bit too much. Um, the lean is definitely towards Adelaide on the home ground at Adelaide Oval. Um, so I'll be uh, tipping up the Crows. I think I said last week I felt as though um, Adelaide were near on uh, second best team in the comp before that performance against um, Port Adelaide. Um, so potentially just let them off for that one. I still think Adelaide are a pretty good team and um, and I think they'll, they'll get a hold of uh, Essendon here. Um, so if that market moves at all, if you can get a little bit lower than that minus 15, I'd be saying having a go. Uh, as I said, I've taken a little bit of minus 12. Probably wouldn't be tipping up too hard though on the minus 15, although that's the lean. Game two, and it's first up on Saturday, 1.45, MCG, Richmond Tigers, hosting Port Adelaide Power. The Tigers are $1.28 here, and the Power $3.70, making the Tigers 23.5-point favourite. Well, what about my mates, the Power? Jeez, they were horrendous. Um, Lost it all in that first quarter yesterday, and I, I took great pleasure in watching that one uh, back last night. Um, very unaccountable in the back half of the ground. Uh, really lacked a lot of defensive run, and I don't know if they just thought they were going to turn up and try and uh, terrorize uh, Lockie Neal and win the game, but uh, they forgot to put their head over the ball. They forgot to pick up their man in the uh, defensive 50, and they paid a hefty price as, uh, as Brisbane put a lot of score on them. And the Tigers um, were just a bit too strong, a bit too slick, and a bit too clever uh, for an undermanned GWS at the MCG last week. So the Tigers in great form. Port Adelaide have had some fantastic wins this year. We know that. Uh, Geelong at home, Adelaide at home, West Coast uh, away, Melbourne away in that in that first uh, round. So they've, they've had some great wins, but geez, they've had some shocking losses. Uh, hard to be on the power. The power... Um, Potential, well, not potentially. They definitely lose Burton. I think uh, Ebert is more likely to miss than play, and the probably the question mark one is Ollie Wines. But if they lose those three, Burton, Wines, and Ebert, they're pretty significant outs. Um, and uh, coming back, the other, they've got some good youngsters, no doubt. Houston, Dursma, Drew potentially come back in to replace those guys. Um, but it is a big shift in personnel. Um, for the Tigers, uh, well, what a what a, uh, a plethora of, uh, of good players and riches they have at the moment. Um, Caddy, um, 
still not in that team at the moment. So he has to come in, uh, probably the youngster, Egmolosi Smith, I think that's how you say his name. He's probably the one that makes way for for Caddy, uh, or maybe Chol, depending if they want to go tall or small. Um, but the Tigers, geez, they're they're going pretty good. So, uh, so from a betting perspective, uh, I make this one um, a little bit less than what the line is. Uh, so probably uh, can't pull the trigger. Want to back the Tigers, but uh, but that line at the moment is probably just a little bit too high for me to take it. However, I would say that if you do like the Tigers, uh, probably that um, that 23 and a half because I think um, Wines and Ebert are potentially going to miss, um, which means it's probably not going to get any less than that. So if you like the Tigers, probably best to, uh, to get cracking on, on that one. Uh, for me, though, I'm going to have to stay away. Uh, Port, too unpredictable. You never know what you're going to get. I've learnt my lesson on Port. And, uh, and I do think that line is probably just a fraction high at the moment. Saturday, 2.10, Marvel Stadium, and it's the Blue Baggers hosting the Suns. Uh, the Blues are $1.22, and the Suns are $4.30, making the Blue Baggers a 28.5-point favorite. So uh, a big swing from one week to the next uh, for the Blues. Um the Blue Baggers are going to lose uh, poor old Goddard, uh, Hugh Goddard. He's had a bit of a rough trot there. Um, first game for the Blues and uh, breaks his jaw, so the poor kid uh, will miss. Um, but looks like Weedering is going to come back to replace him, and, and Weedering's been really good uh, of recent times, so that's a good inclusion for the Blues. Um, Gold Coast lose Miles to suspension, and that's a shame uh, for the Suns because Miles is probably one of their more experienced uh, players. Uh, in replacement, they probably get Holland Smith, who is experienced, but um, probably uh, isn't quite uh, going to make a huge amount of difference, unfortunately, for the Suns. And they're really scraping the barrel. They've got a, they've got a few kids that probably should be dropped, but uh, I don't think there's much coming back the other way for the uh, for the Suns, unfortunately. Um, I think this is a bit of a, a, t- a tough matchup for the Suns because... The Blues have been starved of success, and um, after what they've done for the last uh, four or five weeks, uh, you can imagine that the Blues are getting themselves really worked up for this one, and I wouldn't be surprised, uh, what is it, 2.10 on a Saturday afternoon, if the Blue ba- you know, if the Blue Baggers faithful really turn up for this one, and um, I think they're ready for some blood, the Blue Baggers supporters. They want to see a big victory, and uh, I think that's what they're going to get. On ratings, I, I make the, the Blue Baggers around about a 20-point favorite here. Uh, the market has skipped away a little bit now to 28, um, so probably hard for me to recommend the, the 28, but if you're able to get some uh, earlier stuff in the week, some 24 and a half, I think that was good betting. Um Hard to see uh, Carlton not winning by more than four goals here. Uh, if you want to take the plunge on the, uh, uh, you know, getting towards five goals, then um, I probably couldn't uh, turn you against it just because the Suns are going so bad. Um, but if you are thinking that you like uh, you like the Blues, I would say now's the time because I don't get to see that line getting any smaller. I, I think the momentum's going to grow uh, in the betting market over the week for the Blues, and uh, and that line is just going to continue and continue and continue. So if you like the idea of the Blues uh, getting some uh, getting a real strong victory against the Suns, then I suggest you take them now. 
twilight up in Western Sydney, and it's the Giants hosting the Magpies. The Giants $1.80 and the Magpies $2, uh, making the Giants 2.5 point favourites here. So what about the Giants? Jeez, they've they've been injury, absolutely injury ravaged. They lose, uh, Kene- firstly, they get Whitfield back finally, and then they lose Cornelio. So a real shame for the Giants. Um, so Cornelio obviously goes out. Um, yeah, Cornelio, Kelly, Ward, DeBoer, Mummy, you know, they got their... That that that's all of their followers uh, out the door, unfortunately, for the Giants. So they're absolutely injury, injury ravaged. Um, Collingwood, as we know, have got their own injury problems, but they seem to be covering covering them a little bit better than perhaps what the Giants are. Uh, we've got uh, Adams and Howe uh, most likely coming back in. I, I think just the way Pendles answered that question the other day to the media. Uh, to me, it sounds like he's not playing, um, but uh, that hasn't been decided yet, I don't think. Uh, Darcy Moore, um, they're saying that he needs to have a test or will be assessed, but uh, if he's done a hammy with his history, he's not playing. So uh, so potentially lose Pendles and Moore. They get back uh, Adams and, and Howe. Um, look, I, I still think the Giants, uh, their best their best players, their best eight players are as good as their the best eight uh, anywhere else in the comp, I think. Taranto, Hopper, Green, Whitfield, Williams, Cameron, Haynes, and Davis. They're some fantastic names. I think the issue for the GWS is probably their bottom um, six or so. Bunting, Perryman, Lloyd, Reed, Kennedy, and Dawson Simpson. Um, and then they've got a sprinkling of youngsters who you can't really be expecting uh, them to do too much. They're, I think they're really strong players. Taylor, Daniels, uh, young Bobby Hill. Um, so I, I think they've got some exciting youngsters. But their their bottom uh, six to eight players combined with their youngsters, uh, I think it might be just one player too many uh, for the Giants. Um, I haven't backed Collingwood yet, but um, I'm liking Collingwood and... Um, I'm probably just going to wait till Pendles uh, gets uh, announced that he's not playing, and uh, I, th- I think the market moves out a little bit then, a little bit further. So you might get uh, a goal start there for the Pies. So that will be my lean towards the Pies, um, even though it is away. Uh, I don't think they get a great advantage out there. The Giants they lost poorly there to Brisbane a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the Pies supporters, uh, tremendous supporters all around Australia. As much as it pains me to say that, they'll show up out there at Giants Stadium and probably have more support there. Uh, than the Giants anyway, so I don't see that being a big uh, a big issue for them. Um, so the tip is the pies, no bet just yet. I, I think that market will uh, will move to the Giants, so we'll get a bit more value for the pies. So market watch for the pies there, and um, we want to be on that one. It's Saturday night, and we head up to Brisbane Town. The Brisbane Lions are hosting North Melbourne. Uh, Brisbane $1.42, and North Melbourne is $2.90, making the Lions here a 16.5-point favourite. Um, gee, the Lions, what a fantastic victory. Two fantastic victories in a, in a row uh, for the Lions, and that makes it four in a row uh, for Brisbane. So only the third team this year, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to achieve that feat. So, you know, we've uh, here at the Barefoot, we have underrated the Lions all year, but we perhaps we have to sit up and start taking some notice now because 
Um, they're putting some terrific uh, wins together. And uh, and this week, they potentially get back Hodgie and Hipwood, uh, who will add something to their team. Not sure who goes out. North Melbourne, on the other hand, um, they lose uh, definitely Luke McDonald. Not sure if that's too much of a concern. Um, and maybe Larky with some concerning news about some heart palpitations. Um, but they potentially get back Higgins and Wood. So they're good inclusions uh, for North if those guys come up. In terms of rankings, um, I marked this uh, pretty much exactly what it is. Um, the models are a little bit less than this. So the 16 and a half point line uh, is a little bit too large for me uh, to be having a go at the Lions at home. And uh, North Melbourne have been playing some pretty honest footy as well. So if anything, the lean is probably to North Melbourne at that 16 and a half point line, uh, just because I think it's starting to get slightly too big, but, um, but no betting here for the mug. Second game on the Saturday night, and it's Fremantle hosting the Sydney Swans at Optus Stadium. Fremantle are $1.57 and the Swans $2.45, making Frio here 10.5 point favourite. Probably hard to believe Frio are favourite here after their last couple of weeks. They've been pretty poor uh, with really bad losses. Um, but they are favourite nonetheless, and uh, they potentially get back uh, Hogan, and uh, Logue probably comes back into that team. Uh, but I think if you're a, uh, a Fremantle supporter, you'd be a little bit uh, concerned uh, just about the amount of spirit uh, that they've been showing. There was a few efforts in that Hawthorne game uh, by a few of their boys um, that uh, that didn't look like there was too much uh, one percenter sort of stuff going on there, which is hard to imagine when your skipper is out there leading the way and uh, doing everything that he possibly can to uh, to lead them to victory, uh, why there's not more followers there. And I don't know, maybe... Uh, is the, is the personality of Fife, um, does he rub people up the wrong way? Do people not really like him? I, I just sort of think, geez, if he, if he plays like that, you think blokes around him would want to play out of their skin for their skipper, but uh, that doesn't seem to be the case sometimes. So fantastic player, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm just not sure how much uh, love there is for him sometimes. Um, Sydney Swans, on the other hand... Um, you know, I think they've uh, they've struggled without their uh, the big man in the big man stocks, and um, yeah, they uh, they had a bad performance. In saying all that, um, the lean here is probably to the Swans. I know it's uh, it's it's a big trip for the Swans to make out to Perth. Um, I'd really love Logical to be here for this one to get his opinion on it um, because I, I just I wouldn't have a lot of confidence back in Fremantle at the moment. I think. Uh, yeah, I think that market's not quite right. So the lean is to the Swans, but uh, I'm not sure if I can pull the trigger on that one. Uh, one thing I do like the look of, and uh, probably dependent whether if Hogan plays or not, because without Hogan, uh, Frio have really struggled to score. Um, there's a few markets around for Frio to score under uh, that 80-point mark, and um Depending what you can get, maybe under 78.5 points or under 80 points, you can probably get around that $1.80, $1.88 uh, sort of price for that one. Fremantle have really been battling uh, to score since he's gone out of that team. And I mean, they battle to score at the best of times. So um, with him out of the team, they've, they've really struggled. So uh, I think that might be a bet there. So uh, have a look at that one. Uh, some point scoring for Frio. Um, definitely if, uh, if Hogan's um, not going to be in that team, I'll be pulling the trigger on that one for a unit myself. 
Sunday, and the first game up is Geelong hosting Hawthorne at the MCG. Geelong are $1.33, and the Hawks are $3.30 here, making the Cats a 20.5-point favourite. And uh, just so you know, listeners, these prices are coming to you from the Queensland, South Australian, Tasmanian, Northern Territory, TAB. It's the old UBET uh, site for uh, for those that are wondering. So that's where the prices are coming from. Uh, earlier in the week, this was at 22.5, so we've had a couple of points movement already. Um, I think that line is extremely high. Um they, these two clubs have got an amazing history of, of close games. Now, Cats, you know, we know they're top of the ladder. We know the Hawks aren't at the top of the ladder. But this game went off at around about uh, 12, uh, 13, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, last time they played. The Mug actually backed uh, the Cats in this particular instance. And the Cats were only able to beat the Hawks there by 23 points. Now, at that time, earlier in the season, uh, I, I felt that Geelong was um, the far superior team, and uh, and the Hawks at that point in time, I thought, were really battling. Um, now, I think, look, I'm not going to say Geelong are battling, but Geelong are interested in one thing at the moment, and that's banking four points. Uh, I don't think they're too interested in uh, in absolutely smashing up teams. Um and I just think that that line is far too high at the moment. The models uh, suggest that that's the case as well. I made it far less than that myself. So I'm going to, uh, and particularly with the Gaz watch as well, you know, the minute that they announce that Gaz isn't playing, and I think there's a real chance of that happening, uh, the minute that that gets announced, that market's going to move uh, significantly. So um, so I'm putting one up on the Hawks here, uh, that 20 and a half, and there's probably even better prices out there at the moment. The Hawks are going to get back uh, Gunston, and uh, don't know if they bring in Segler, but apparently he's available. Um, so that strengthens us, uh, uh, us even further. And I think for the first time this year, the Hawks are uh, starting to, to put out um, what is probably a, a, their, one of their stronger teams for the year. So uh, I like the Hawks here. Uh, Hawks form's been pretty good. Uh, got it done against Collingwood, almost beat West Coast, and then uh, did what we had to do against Fremantle on the weekend. Um, so I'm looking forward to this one, and we'll, uh, we'll probably get across and have a look and uh, look forward to the Hawks getting it done. Sunday afternoon, and we're off to Alice Springs. We're at Traeger Park, where the Melbourne Demons are hosting the West Coast Eagles. So the the Demons have sold their soul to the devil and uh, got a home game in Alice Springs. Um, so don't know how much of a home ground advantage that is for them. I know they've played there a few times, but I'd be almost thinking that the West Coast Eagles will have more hometown support there than uh, than Melbourne. Uh, but the Demons are $2.70 here and uh, and the West Coast are $1.47, making the Eagles a 14.5 point favourite. Uh, initially, they were out at 18, so that market has trimmed up a little bit. Um, two big outs for West Coast. Nick Nat um, looks like he could miss quite a bit now, which is unfortunate for him. And and the logical uh, spoke about this a couple of weeks ago when he made his return. And you know what's the rush to get Nick back back in so fast? And uh, well, you don't know if it's bad bad luck or uh, or bad management. But uh, Nick Nat's going to be on the sidelines again for an extended period now. And Cripps, uh, who I think is a really underrated player for the West Coast, he's turned into a goal kicker for for them, and uh, and he generates enormous. Um, 
toughness and forward pressure uh, up there for the Eagles. So I think I think he's a bad loss for them as well. Um, Melbourne, I think, will stay. I don't think they lose anyone to injury. Uh, Brayshaw uh, got a knee in the bum, so he might be a bit sore, but uh, should still play. Um, the Melbourne Demons, probably their lineup, uh, their back six, um, looks really solid now. Hibbard, Frost, May, Lever, Salem, and Jetta. That's that's the best their back line has looked all year, and it looked like the Dogs... Um, struggled at times to uh, to break that defense. Um, their midfield, as we know, has been racking up uh, enormous numbers. Um, great service from Maxi, uh, Brayshaw, uh, Oliver, Viney uh, were able to stream into the forward line. But it's the same old problem for Melbourne. Lots of contested possessions, lots of uh, clearance possessions, lots of forward entry. But what's the one thing they can't do? They can't score. And uh, and I don't see that improving for them this week either. Um, they they kick the ball poorly into the forward line, and uh, and just who happens to have two of the best intercept uh, marking players in the in the whole game? Well, it's West Coast with McGovern and Barras. So I don't think the Melbourne forwards uh, midfields are smart enough uh, to kick the ball into. Um, to their forwards like like Collingwood did against West Coast on the weekend. And I don't think the forward craft is good enough down at Melbourne for them to block and and uh, shepherd for each other to create those easy shots just at the top of the goal square. So I'm really, uh, I think Melbourne are going to struggle to score here. And, um, and for that reason, um, I'm going to put up one for the West Coast. But uh, I'm going to encourage the listeners to just hold off on, on jumping in on that one straight away. Because I, I think we're going to see a little bit more movement in that market. And, uh, and I think we can get a better price closer to the jump. So a bit of a market watch here on the West Coast. But um, I like the West Coast to really bounce back from what happened uh, on Friday night. I think they would have been a bit stung by that performance. They got questioned about their toughness. Uh, I think Buckley said they outgrunted them or outworked them. I think that'll hurt the West Coast ego. And uh, and I think you can see a pretty big response uh, from the skipper in Hearn, uh, from Yo in the midfield, from Shuey in the midfield. And regardless of Nick Nat not playing, um, I, I think Hickey will... Uh, uh, acquit himself reasonably well against Maxi. Uh, Maxi's fantastic, we know that. Um, but uh, I see the West Coast uh, getting a pretty solid victory here against a Melbourne team that is struggling to score. And the last game of the round, it's the St Kilda Saints hosting the Dogs at Marvel Stadium 4.40 on the Sunday afternoon. The Saints are $2.80 and the Dogs are $1.44, making the Dogs a 15.5 point favourite. And uh, geez, what a day it's been. Uh, Richo's copped it in the neck, um, which is pretty tough, I reckon. That You know, they weren't... Uh, they weren't great down at uh, Hobart the other day, but probably a pretty tough assignment. And uh, they were pretty good, um, I think, against the Cats uh, down at GMHBA Stadium. So, um, you know, I don't think Richo's done a hell of a lot wrong with what, what he's had available to him this year. But uh, the, uh, the the losses way up and uh, and you're out the door. So uh, I know uh, Logical will be a bit upset to see his, uh, his old mate get the chop, but um, but that's the way it goes in this business. Um so what, what happens here? What sort of uh, response do we get from the Saints? Uh, I think they're in pretty good hands. I think Brett Ratton um, is uh, an experienced campaigner, and um, and they don't play till late on the Sunday afternoon. So I think there's plenty of time to the boys to have their grieving process and... Uh, and get themselves up for this week's game. I think the Dogs uh, potentially lose Bont 
and um, and they definitely lose McLean, and um, and Wallace isn't coming back in. They do potentially get back in Libba and Caleb Daniel, who are uh, two fantastic ins. Uh, Libba, a real spiritual leader, and uh, Caleb Daniel, one of the best ball users in the competition. So um, they're, they're good ins. Um, so they probably, I guess, like for like, uh, if they lose Bont and, uh, and McLean, and they get Libba and, uh, and Daniel. Uh, this is definitely a Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Mover of the Week. This one started at 21 and a half, uh, which I thought was far too many. Um, the uh, the Saints are playing the Dogs and uh, not the Tigers. That's where the market was a couple of weeks ago. I still feel that this market doesn't make a lot of sense. I actually st- still think it's a, a little bit too high. Um, to bet on it, I'm not so sure just because of what's happened during the week. But the, the lean at this point in time is definitely to the Saints at the 15 and a half. I, I think that's uh, just a fraction uh, too many. Couldn't see myself pulling the trigger on the 15 and a half. Um, so if you were lucky enough to get some of the 21 and a half, well done. Um, but I think I'll just have to sit that one out. Okay, so it's time for betting review. So where's the uh, the mugs money going? Well, I've got a little bit out there on the 12 and a half uh, for the Crows. Uh, if Heppel is out and you can get uh, around the 14 mark, I think that's a bet. Uh, on market watching the pies, I think um, there's a bit of movement there and I think we're going to get a better price uh, if Pendles is named out. And, uh, and I mean, even if he plays well, you'll just take whatever, I'll be taking whatever's there because that's a good good in as well. Um, if Hogan is out, uh, I want to be on that Freo under 80 there or, uh, or around that under 78 and a half. Uh, Freo just haven't been scoring without him. I like the Hawks plus. I think that's too many points for the Hawks at the MCG on Sunday. And uh, market watch for the Eagles. Uh, I like the Eagles to respond and uh, tap up a Melbourne team that's going to struggle to score again. But I think that we get a better price. I've just realized uh, during the podcast that the logical one is actually uh, messaged in. Um, we were hopeful to get him on and uh, and have a chat to him from the boat, but he's... Uh, He's let me know that he's uh, he's too upset about Richo's sacking, so he's had to take some leave from the uh, from the podcast, so he can't be on. But um, but I have had some contact with him in the last half an hour, so if uh, I think he must have gone out for another surf because I haven't been able to get back in contact with him. But uh, what we'll do, we'll get um, the logicals leans. Uh, we'll get that out on Twitter uh, during the week and uh, and get it out there for the listeners as well. Um, and Logical will be back next week, so uh, so we can have a chat to him then. Apologies about that 1 to 39 stuff. We did mention last week we were going to record a, uh, a special episode. We actually um, we ran out of time in the studio. I think Glenn McFarlane uh, was next in, and he had another uh, podcast that he was running with one of his coaches' uh, programs, so we weren't able to uh, hang around and record that uh, particular episode for you guys. But uh, as soon as Logical gets back next week, we'll sit down and we'll talk about that a little bit more for the listeners. But guys, thank you so much for uh, for tuning in. As we always say, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.